From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And there you have it, sound of the closing bell as we wrap up trading on this Fed Wednesday, July 27th. The Dow and S&P lower, NASDAQ higher, folks from the National Parks Foundation ringing that closing bell. We are awaiting the latest numbers out of Alphabet, the parent of Google, and Facebook. Facebook up today by 1.8%. We did have Alphabet advancing by five-tenths of one percent. Stocks showed little reaction after Federal Reserve policymakers said near-term risks to the economic outlook have diminished, even as they left interest rates unchanged. Reaction from Charles Plosser, former president and CEO of the Philadelphia Fed. He was our guest this afternoon right here on Taking Stock. Well, I think the Fed was pretty much as expected. The, the most interesting part of it was they went a long way, I think, uh, to disavowing, in other words, undoing all the fears that they placed at the last meeting that prevented them from moving ahead with an interest rate hike. So the Federal Reserve leaving rates unchanged while saying risks to the economy have subsided. The tenure up 16.30 seconds with a yield of 1.50%. Gold now up $20 the ounce to 13.41, a gain there of 1.5%. S&P 500 index down two points to 21.66, a drop of 0.1%. The Dow swinging between gains and losses right into the close. Dow Industrials now lower by less than half a point, we'll call that unchanged at 18,473. Oil, crude oil, West Texas Intermediate down 91 cents, 42.02 a barrel. That is a drop of 2.1%. Apple shares up today by 6.6% after last night's earnings report. Lower cost iPhone SE gaining more traction than expected with users. Heading the other direction, Twitter plunging 14.5% down 268 to 15.77 after last night's earnings disappointment. So again, we are awaiting latest numbers out of both Facebook and Alphabet. And now at 402 on Wall Street, let's look at the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Hillary Clinton is counting on the coalition that put President Obama in office to keep the White House in Democratic hands. Tonight, the president will be speaking on her behalf in Philadelphia. Bloomberg's Bob Moon reports. President Obama is likely to address the economy in his primetime convention address, mindful the young people and minorities who propelled him into office have lagged behind the economic recovery he shepherded. At the same time, Donald Trump is still seen as alienating disaffected Obama backers, giving the president a message he's been honing in campaign appearances for Hillary Clinton. I don't know how you vote for the guy who's against the minimum wage, against unions, against making sure that everybody gets a fair shot. Democratic strategists who've worried the economic struggles of Obama's constituency would damp their turnout in November are now counting on Trump to be what one calls a turnout machine for the Democrats. 
Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio. Baltimore prosecutor Marilyn Mosby announced today her office is dropping all charges against the remaining officers in the Freddie Gray case. We do not believe that Freddie Gray killed himself. We stand by the medical examiner's determination that Freddie Gray's death was a homicide. Today's decision follows three acquittals and a mistrial. New Jersey Transit's boards considering whether to approve contracts with its two remaining rail unions. The other nine rail unions signed contracts in March, about a day before a strike deadline. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you and again. We are waiting for Facebook and Alphabet, the parent of Google. S&P 500 index lower, a little change down 0.1% to 2166. The Dow falling by a point to 18,472. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called Movers and Shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Bit of a mixed close in the major market indexes today, as Charlie Pellich is so ably described for us. But when you look inside the S&P 500, seems like a definitive sign that the market was on the downside today. Only 142 gainers, 360 losers, three stocks closing unchanged. Our stocks reporter, our Bloomberg stocks reporter, Joe Scioli, is back to kick off movers and shakers. So first off, we have a uh... Akamai Technologies. Uh, this is a company that, uh, that helps uh, speed up the delivery of internet content. So it works with uh, customers like Apple and Facebook. Uh, it's down 14% today after um, forecasting earnings and sales in the current quarter that fell short of analyst estimates. Um, they're citing um, one of the potential headwinds as uh, uh, customers like Apple and Facebook do, uh, adopting more of a do-it-yourself model, uh, users being more capable of, uh, of moving their own data uh, through those systems. And uh, it's kind of lessening the need for, for Akamai and their products. I'll tell you about an acquisition today, LabCorp announcing that it will buy Sequinom and the uh, price tag there indicating a 180, well, nearly 180% premium over the closing price of Sequinom yesterday. Shares of Sequinom up uh, 176%, uh, $2.35 on the close. LabCorp uh, also reporting results. Uh, shares of LabCorp LH are down about a quarter of a percent today, but they estimate that revenue growth for the fiscal year will be between 95 to 10.5%. That is better than they had previously guided. Once again, shares of Sequinom up one hundred and seventy six percent. Well, you know, uh, interesting State Street getting a big vote of confidence today from investors. Its share price rising more than nine percent because it showed in its second quarter earnings report that 
Earnings actually did better than forecast, not because their revenues jumped. It's really tough to be a bank right now, right? The Federal Reserve lowered rates uh, nearly to zero in 2008. They've raised them only once since then. But what State Street has done very well is lower their expenses. In fact, uh, under CEO Jay Hooley, State Street is focusing on cost savings in a big way. Total second quarter expenses fell to $1.86 billion from $2.13 billion a year earlier. To accelerate cost reductions, the company is introducing a technology transformation program that led to job cuts announced in October. Not so good for State Street workers, but good for investors. Joe, just hold on one second because I want to give you this news having to do with Facebook reporting second quarter earnings of seven of 97 cents a share. Estimate was for 82 cents a share. The shares of Facebook are up more than 7% in after hours trading. Once again, uh, shares of Facebook higher as they report 97 cents earnings versus average analyst estimate of 82 cents a share. All right, moving on to uh, to NetSuite, another stock uh, that was in the green today, up 9.1%. I had benefited from a J.P. Morgan uh, analyst uh, comment from Mark Murphy uh, saying that uh, he met with some of their partners, and, and he suggests that there's some large deals in the pipeline. Uh, this isn't really the first speculation like this that NetSuite has encountered. Uh, it's gained about 30% over the past month amid speculation that Oracle could be buying it. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of, um, of M&A chatter around that name. And, uh, and also Murphy mentioned that the demand for Net, NetSuite products is still very strong and very bullish, uh, all combining to send the stock up as much as 16% intraday, 9.1% at the close. Uh, Pim, I'm going to throw one in. Shares of Goodyear Tire and Rubber up uh, more than 4% today. They reported improved second quarter earnings thanks to lower income tax expenses, but a lot more than that. Very important here. Increased demand for its higher-end tires. All right, and I'll just tell you quickly, the shares of Amgen today up more than 1.5%. They reported second quarter profit that exceeded analyst estimates. All right, time now for the Volatility Index Report. It's brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosure Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX lowered today down about two and a half percent. That's a drop of 0.33, settling at 12.72. Just a note after the release of those FOMC meeting minutes, the VIX moved lower by more than four percent. I like to teach the world to sing, sing with me. I'm just a sucker for that song, Josioli. You know, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. And, it's, of course, it's obvious what your stock of the day is now. Yeah, so Coca-Cola uh, down 3, 3.3%. Uh, the biggest decline since April, uh, at the lowest uh, since February. And um, it, it may not seem like a huge move, but uh, Coca-Cola is not a very volatile stock. Uh, so 3.3% is a pretty big deal. And it, it was sort of a greatest hits of, uh, of negativity today around the stock. Uh, first of all, you had current earnings. Um, this last quarter, they, they posted sales that missed analyst estimates as uh, falling revenue abroad outweighed modest gains in the U.S. Uh, on a forward-looking basis, they um, they trimmed their forecast for so-called organic revenue. Uh, for, uh, forecasters thought it could reach four to five percent. It's actually going to grow about three percent, so that's uh, wasn't very favorable for investors. Uh, third, there's the strong dollar effect. It's been really hurting uh, the 
the overseas profitability for Coca-Cola. Uh, what that does is it hurts exports, and uh, this is a big ex- uh, exporting company. So you know, that's sort of uh, one of the big uh, market topics that we've seen be a market headwind for a while. And and fourth, um, this whole shift towards healthy, healthier alternatives for people uh, looking for um, for what to consume. Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, and then you have Dr. Pepper, Snapple. They've all faced uh, a lot of pressure from uh, potentially declining sales volumes as consumers uh, turn to healthier alternatives so basically everything going wrong for coca-cola today but you know tomorrow's a new day thanks very much uh joe Sioli. you know we talk about uh, going wrong for coca-cola well certainly going right for shares of facebook right now they are up uh, more than seven and a half percent after uh they reported second quarter uh, adjusted earnings per share of 97 cents versus average analyst estimates of 82 cents uh the company also reporting revenue that exceeded analyst estimates uh, they said that they made six and a quarter billion dollars in ad revenues just in the second quarter. We've got more coming up on Facebook and Alphabet. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by New York Community Bank and New York Commercial Bank, the NYCB family of banks. Bank with confidence anywhere you see the NYCB logo. Visit nycbfamily.com. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.